0: Hey everyone, Golf Rules Questions podcast, episode 70. I'm Blakey, joined with, uh, joined with me, joined, joined by me. Joined by me? Joined by, I do not even know if that's all right. I, I've lost my words tonight. Anyway, joined by Stuart McPhee, welcome Stuart. Thank you for that uh, very kind introduction. <laughs> Just blurting out stupid words. I can't even remember how to speak English. Uh, some might say that I never did. Now, getting into episode 70, uh, we have the golfers' question of the week.
1: Thanks, Blakey. So, the GRQ OTW for episode 69 Fraser sprays his tee shot right on the fourth hole at Wombat Hills, and his ball comes to rest in thick grass and bushes. Fraser decides to take unplayable ball relief. However, lateral relief is equally bad and he doesn't want to go back 240 metres to the tee. So he drops, drops back on the line into a clearing in a penalty area. Unfortunately, once it comes to rest in the relief area, it is unplayable again, as it is sitting in an animal hole. Assuming Fraser cannot play the ball from where it now lies, what are all of his options to make his next stroke? Well, unfortunately for him, his only option is to go back to the tee. So there's a few rules at play here. Firstly, his original ball has gone into thick bushes and he's decided to take unplayable ball relief. And as we know, you have three options uh, in the general area to do that lateral back on the line or previous place played. And he's gone back on the line into a penalty area. Now, when you drop under unplayable, you can drop anywhere in the course um, for an unplayable ball relief. You can drop onto a wrong green, into a no play zone. You can drop into a bunker. Um, You can drop... Uh, also into a penalty area, which is what Fraser has done. However, unfortunately for him, once it came to rest, it had just ducked into a little animal hole. And an animal hole is one of our four abnormal course conditions. And Rule 17.3 says that you cannot get relief from an abnormal course condition when your ball's in a penalty area. And that's what Fraser has. And you can't take an unplayable, again, because you can't take an unplayable in a penalty area. So his only option is to take penalty area relief. Now, being a red penalty area, He's got three options. He can go, excuse me, he can go lateral, back on the line, or previous place played. However, the problem is there is no point of entry how he entered into that penalty area because he didn't make a stroke to move into that penalty area. He's picked his ball up, taken unplayable, and dropped it in the relief area. So there's an interpretation under Rule 19.2 that says because he didn't make a stroke to get into the penalty area, there's no... Point of entry. There's no reference point to take either back on the line or lateral relief from that penalty area, meaning his only option is to go to previous place played. The last place he made a physical stroke at the ball was back in the teeing area. So that's where, in fact, his only option is to make his next stroke. There
0: you go. Oh, that was a fantastic question, wasn't it, Stuart? Great answer. That one. Thank you. Um, Yeah, very interesting. So I wonder how many people got that one right now episode seventy what am I talking about i'm talking about going to live working live golf i went to I went to Bangkok i went to went to Jeddah two weeks in a row live golf obviously forty eight players fifty four holes uh, Bangkok our starting time was two no it wasn't it was oh i can't remember it was 10 o'clock 10 o'clock in the morning was bangkok Uh, 10 o'clock in the morning because we finished around three i caught the bus at four and one day it took an hour to get back from this new course stone hills back to um, the shangri-la in bangkok and another day friday it took two and a half hours
1: so it was about an eight kilometer
0: trip Yeah, it was. Been in Bangkok traffic. It it was the traffic in Bangkok is some of the worst, and you know, you've got three lanes, but somehow they turn it into five lanes. They have people racing down the shoulders, and you're just like, "What? What's the use?" You know, they are good at getting out of the way of the ambulance if the ambulance comes, but you know, if the if the ambulance had the hard shoulder. they probably go a lot faster but that was one experience bangkok um terrible traffic but golf course amazing new golf course uh, and just the condition immaculate
1: looked you know, like it had never been touched never been played before yeah
0: did. definitely every blade of grass was it had hardly been touched hardly um so uh it was fantastic. He built it as a championship course for tournaments like this. And it, it, there's nothing else that rivals it. It's just so pure. Um, the design's fairly good, you know, it, it's, a, it's a pretty good design. But it was more the condition of the course that was just so, um, so, so good. And we're not going to be back there next year, I don't think. Um, I think we're going to Singapore and then we might be back there in two years' time. But that uh, no, it was, you know, it was fantastic. The, the facilities, the practice facilities, uh, amazing. Um, I was on holes 7, 11 and 12, not too much going on there. I wrote, down, I wrote down all my rulings. I don't even think I had a ruling on Sunday. Although we had that weather storm and that was one of the scariest things I've ever been in. Um, but I think I ended up with about five, six rulings over the day and the pace of play was pretty good. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was not too bad. Um, I was
1: watching on Sunday Live when that lightning, uh, the crack uh, through the broadcast was incredible, I and mean, the camera was right behind Dustin Johnson um, preparing to make his next stroke, and they've heard and they've almost sort of just you know yeah. been a bit shaken by it, and very quickly they were about to they were ready to mark their ball or ready to mark his ball, and sure enough, very quickly the siren went off and they knew they were there <laughs> very very quickly. It was incredible
0: yeah i was one of the closest to well, i guess he was on an eight and i was just down the other side of hole six and then there would have been someone at the back of back of eight and someone close to nine so i wouldn't have been even been the closest i would have been the third closest <laughs> but uh so i think my it's so funny you know we use the horns so much now because the shotgun start is the what they call the claxton but we just call it a ear horn um but the we use them so much and they break so easily you know we i had one and it just popped off the back of it popped off so if it pops off you know it's stuffed but then you can put it back on and then you're trying to hold it and you know you got to try and do one immediate like mm, long one which brings me to another point i find it very weird that one is an immediate suspension i don't find that weird i think that's normal two is a restart and three is a normal suspension um it's the the one and the three okay but it's the two that gets me because what if you you know what if people were like uh was that one or was that two or was that three and there's a big difference between the one and two and the two and the three mm. but uh yeah we we use them a lot and we had different ones then you get different ones in Jetta. It's not like you're just testing them out all the time because they're bloody loud. Um, but the one in Jeddah that slightly popped off, slightly differently. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good, it was a great
1: tournament. Um, Anything unique in Bangkok about the course setup? Anything unique rules wise?
0: You mainly do have across it, very often. It rained a lot, but it was mainly just the weather there. Like we had a weather guy there, and he had to look at the weather every minute, basically because. As they normally do, but just stuff can happen so quickly in Bangkok because of the heat and it just creates this. Yeah, that's right. And then, you know, he was looking at that and he was on the radio telling us, going, okay, it's just on the other side of the river. It's on the other side of the river. We've got something else coming soon, but this one should be just going around us. Shouldn't be too bad. And then all of a sudden, bang. And that was like, what the hell was that? it was ah, oh, it was so scary and the lightning as well and we're seeing lightning you know and dustin johnson's the first thing he did when he heard it was put the umbrella up well that's not the smartest thing to do should have stuck it up really high but i think everyone everyone did that like that, that was you you know you, it's not the rain you just like it's the lightning that's going to kill you, you know, but that was the first thing that we all did and i was i was underneath a tree and then everyone was laughing at me but then The Thai people, they just walk around. They weren't too uh, concerned. They were just just walking around, you know, and all the white people were just running for cover. It was, you know, scared um, out of their minds. And in the end, it was all fine, but there was about an hour and a half to two hour delay. And luckily we got them all back out there. And what we thought was going to be, because we teed off earlier an hour earlier because of that, what we thought was going to be a two o'clock finish ended up being the same finish again I think it was a three thirty or something like that finish so um so that was quite as well played that we teed off a little bit earlier um but yeah so that was that was Bangkok was there anything there wasn't really anything that uh you know was that different yeah you know, when I work with these u s rules guys you know they've done so many tournaments set so many tournaments up that worked with so many people, you know, the bigger um, organizations around the world, that they all do it so similar these days that um, I sort of already knew um, a, lot of, a lot of what they already did and how they already set courses up and stuff like that. But we had some interesting, probably the most interesting thing was the trees. The trees had been transported and transplanted.
1: Oh, I saw them, all the framing, all the
0: support. I think there was only one tree on the course that hadn't been transplanted. And this was, that was a big oak near hole 17. And every, so every other one had been put into the, dug into the ground. And then they had the wooden supports around them. And we ended up making the whole tree and the supports, um, a state tree, which is common in Australia. Um, I guess most of our trees are young um, and we're trying to protect the tree rather than protect the golfer. Uh, but in this case, they were more protecting the golfer because they didn't want someone to get a relief from a stake over here, but no relief from the stake over here. But, you know, they still came into play and we still got asked questions about whether they're TIOs and we didn't offer t really. i o Which they weren't, no. Um You know, it's up to the committee as to what a TIO is, but... Uh, um by definition they weren't Um, then we went to Jeddah, and they actually have a couple of um screens scoreboards um and we made them tios they're actually permanent scoreboards and we made them tios they were out of the way so i don't even think anyone went near them but um you know they're they're there for the tournament i guess so you could say you could argue that fact but then we had these light poles around on the back nine at um, Royal Greens is light poles, and we didn't make them TIOS, which I agree with. But then one of the other guys is like, "Oh no, I reckon we should have." And a couple of us like, "No, no, they're permanent." Yeah, but, yeah, they're know, not temporary. But,
1: yeah. They're not. They're not there for
0: the. Uh, you know, and they're not there for the tournament. They're not. It's not like a temporary measure for the mm. tournament. Like the screens are more. You could argue that. They're just there for the tournament, even though they permanently live there. But the the, the light towers. To me, it's just like a tree, and it makes, you yeah. know, it, again, it makes that it, uh, puts that um, focus on being more accurate off the. Team. I was going to say, I'm sure they weren't in the middle of the fairway, were they? They definitely they were not. They definitely <laughs> were not. They were in the middle of the rough. Mm. Anyway, we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't think we're going back to that one next year but we could be back there in two. Oh, actually I'll be there in February for Asian uh, Asian tour event. Um, the weather will be a little bit cooler in February. It was 36 degrees every day. And now I'm a roof off kind of guy with my car, love a roof off, slip under the rope. But it was so hot, even for me, we all agreed that we would leave the roofs on the carts. Uh-huh and uh it was probably a good thing probably would have been burnt to a crisp but i got the three <laughs> holes out the on the on the water again and they're uh, on the other
1: side of a road or something because I've yeah, um, underneath
0: shot we go underneath through the tunnel, a tunnel but yeah, yeah it's on so on the other side of the road and uh yeah i i got those three holes and just the wind was constant and even for it was only five hours, it's not 13 hours, but it was only five hours. But it's still, you know, my face felt like it'd been baked in an oven afterwards.
1: Did you put forward to the committee the idea that it should become a red penalty area? All that water would they like that? It already is in the Red Sea. <laughs> uh,
0: well, actually, I did, I think I did use that joke. I was like, I, I think it was something along the lines of. I'm glad it's. I'm glad it's the Red Sea. Imagine if it was the Yellow Sea or something like that. Um, so good one, Dad. I hope you got some good mileage off it. Uh, no, I think I only used it once. Okay. And then I didn't even realise it when you said it. But I, one of the one of the guys who now you know you work with, a, I work with a couple of guys, and one of them is sort of an older gentleman. I absolutely yeah, so we just got on like a house on fire, even though he couldn't understand me half the time, because I need to really pronounce <laughs> pronounce my words. So he couldn't really understand. He's like, What why'd you say? Why'd you see there? Um, we got on like a house on fire. And uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I he's um you know has a has a high faith in jesus and god and i was like mate i just i think i just saw moses out there um or it was something like that it was like um it was like someone hit their ball i was like oh yeah someone hit their ball like way left And he walked towards the water and parted the water so that he could play his shot off the beach. Yeah, that that joke flopped as well. Anyway, (laughs) it was it was really cool. It was really good. It was great to be there. Um, Excellent. Because of the thirty six degrees, it probably um, got to me a little bit more. But you know, when we had one hundred and forty four. Can't remember how many we had in Saudi international maybe we only had 120 but there are a lot more people hitting it wider like these these 48 players are pretty good and so they keep pretty a lot closer to the fairway a lot closer to the green so it didn't have as many rules issues um but yeah you know, it, uh, it was it was fun nonetheless amazing no, the number of rules issues uh
1: grow exponentially when you hit off the short grass
0: yeah yeah, when when there's more people and there's more people that could miss the cut, um, it certainly grows. But uh, yeah, so I didn't really. I think some of the rulings that we had, you know, if it was sort of interesting, if you went in the sand in a footprint, um, there's no free relief. That's common sort of thing. But if you went into a deep uh, wheel mark in the sand, even. Um, we were prepared to give free relief for that. Hmm. So um, that was just a couple of the things that we sort of talked about. Um, I, I reckon my only rulings were, oh, Kevin Narsball came to rest on a piece of plastic, like literally a piece of rubbish. And he said, oh, is that a piece of plastic? I said, yeah, yeah, it is. And he goes, all right. Um, Oh, can, can I put it up can I pick out
1: the place again and just put the ball no, back down he, That's he what probably asked he wasn't even yeah. thinking
0: about it. He, no. it yeah actually it might have been that he was like um all right no worries and then he sort of looked like he was going to play it and I was like oh you can move that and he goes yeah but what if I cause a Baltimore I go yeah it's a movable obstruction you know it's artificial you'll be fine he's like oh oh huh. I was like yeah no you'll be fine and then he moves it and it doesn't move oh. his next question was what what if I What if I uh, am addressing it and the bull moves? I'm like, well, if you cause it to move, it's a penalty. If you don't cause it to move, then you're fine. Oh, okay. You know, just (laughs) as normal. Yeah. Um, I get the plastic now. Yeah. Yeah. uh, We had a couple of weird situations because there's a lot of pipe um, around the trees in the sand, you know, a lot of irrigation. Oh, yes. I've seen them. Yeah and so it's a it is a weird situation because we don't give relief for stance but we do give relief for ball and um area of intended swing swing. but it's movable unless you can't move it
1: so (laughs) you
0: can move this part Uh. but then it stops moving and you're swinging and hitting it then we're going to give you free relief under an immovable obstruction. um that's an interesting one because it's just everywhere you know, in the sand, Yeah. Um, Yeah. so it's, it's not surprising when someone calls you in for that,
1: Mm.
0: Um, but yeah, the, so the two weeks, um, yeah, they sort of, they sort of takes ages, but then all of a sudden it's flown past as well. So, and then you're back on a plane and I think I was nine hours to, from Jeddah to Kuala Lumpur was nine hours. And then Kuala Lumpur to Melbourne was, was about eight or so. Yeah. Just under nine hours. Seven and a half. Yeah so um i was back on tuesday night and started work on wednesday morning like a true professional yeah and now i'm exhausted and uh, stuffed um right so you got any any questions for me uh
1: no um know if you want to go through
0: a few clubland stories or um, yes, Matt. Fire out a Clubland story. Or you you have one or two, or I've got a, a golf rules question of the week question. But, oh, very uh, good. I've got two you... very quick Clubland stories. All right, go for it. They're not
1: really um, someone just doing the wrong thing. I, we were playing foursomes a week or two ago, and are we called a three ball if there's six players? Are We a three ball? Uh, playing no. foursomes? No, you're. There's three balls being played yeah, like six a, players. Yeah, you're not a
0: three ball as per the um, okay. definitions. Three ball is something different.
1: Okay, so we are six players, three partners uh, playing three balls, playing foursomes, and we're on the first tee. Two of them were like pennant players and uh, my partner and two others. And I just said, oh, guys, just as a bit of a tip, uh, just the two and players certainly knew I knew the rules, my partner did as well. I said, This is a bit of a tip actually, don't tell anyone else this. But you can actually change balls throughout most of the play of the hole. And they said, No, 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 foursomes, you can't do that. I said, No, but remember we have the preferred lies, local rule in place. I didn't throw them with the I didn't throw the E3 their way, but I just said remember we have preferred lies in the general area. I said, So every time you do that, you can actually swap ball until you get to the green so they were all a bit excited about the idea that they when it was his turn to play well, would mark pick that one up and put his own ball into play the only the only comical bit came when they almost every hole i could hear people talking about it was just before they're about to hit onto the green they would go hang on whose ball do we want to have on the green because once we're on the green we can't swap it. So who's got that next part and all this sort of stuff? And it probably caused more issues than I had, in, had intended. I was really just trying to help. And so, you know, you can swap. But um, as I said, it became a little bit more complicated when they're talking about it. Yeah, so if we hit on hit it onto the green next I mean, you, you'll be putting. Do you want to putt with your ball instead? So I'll hit your ball on anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, you, you don't bring that stuff up.
1: Too confusing for me. I was just trying to help. Anyway, I won't do that again. You weren't, yeah. you weren't
0: let's, let's be honest, you weren't trying to help. You are just sort of trying to show show your rules knowledge off. Maybe
1: 50-50. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, at least so, you're honest about
1: it. So, whole 15 on the same thing, foursomes, guys are having trouble in a greenside bunker where the point where they're going belt into the face, rolls back, swap over, next guy goes in, belt into the face, comes back, then swap over, and the rest of us are standing going. No one enjoys watching that. I think they had had a 9 or a 10, but no one enjoys that, whether you're watching it or obviously involved. And one of their shots eventually just went smack into the face of the bunker and became embedded. (laughs) And I was watching and I immediately went over and said, guys, that's now no longer in the bunker. Um, You can get free relief either side. You've got a tiny sliver you can drop. And the guy just turned to me and said, I would have had no idea what to have done. It, had you not said that, I would have had no idea what to do. So it makes you think what does happen if someone can't definitively go over and say, guys, this is the situation. What do people do in that situation? Yeah. yeah he
0: he had, was
1: very he was very honest, immediately said, I would have had no idea what to do then.
0: They just they just head it out or they just somehow take a drop back in the bunker or and maybe or they do
1: play as it lies and just absolutely give it everything.
0: I I, I, I actually saw a photo um, that reminds me just today because they had um, old boys pennant at our club and someone showed me a photo that they had embedded their ball in the 10th the greenside bunk on the 10th and it was too hard for me to tell whether it was in sand or in mud but it had it was so far under that it had a lip over the top of it so I was like well if it's in sand in the bunker and you take an unplayable can you take an unplayable by dropping it up above where the ball is which i don't see why not um but i need to read more into it and then that would be a two-shot penalty. oh because you're
1: dropping it outside the bunker so you're
0: yes. dropping it back behind the uh, back behind the ball back on a line from the flag back I'll look the, it up right now 9.3 look it up but but it does say behind the bunker doesn't it does it say is, that though just says back that, on the line is that behind well it has to be outside the bunker
1: playmate back on the rely back on the line relief outside the bunker that's all it says <laughs> well, well then that, that would be
0: a, that would be allowed above the ball back behind it back on the, the line the, one centimeter that's right doesn't say about being on the other side of the bunker, and that would be a two-shot penalty. So you've one, two, three. So it was a tee shot. One, the player may three, take back
1: on good. the line relief outside the bunker under Rule 19. Point, and then you're putting for bogey, which is
0: now the other point was if it was in the in the mud, not the sand, then it's actually in the general area, and you can go above. Yeah, assuming you have a relief area to drop into. Yeah, uh,
1: that's right. All it does is say refer back to unplayable under 19.2b. Reference point is a point in the course chosen by the player that's on the reference line and farther from the hole than the spot of the original ball. Yeah. So you've done that by going back a yeah. centimetre. That's right. Uh, you can put an object tee down if you want. Um, one club length. Must not be yeah. near the hole. Must be in, maybe in any area of the course. Yeah. Um. And then, if you, of course it rolls into the bunker, and but it dropped in the general area, well, that's
0: not got correct. To re-drop.
1: You want to redrop Sorry, correct drop, but not not count, uh, not a um hasn't yeah. relief correctly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, very good. I'll, uh, I'll go and have another look at it, the area, and see whether I think it's mud or sand. You know, it could be where sand is intended to be, but the mud has dropped down because we've had yeah. a lot of rain lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I thought the litmus test was is it touching sand? Definitely. Mm. Um but you know those bunkers where it's a real shiny face because the wind has blown the sand away and that's actually yep. where sand is supposed to be. Should be, yep. Um, would still be part of the bunker. So I I might actually go and stick a ball in where he had it or just ask him for the photo, probably easier. <laughs> Um right, I think we're uh that's done for Clubland. Oh we've got more and you've got material delivered yeah, as well, so there's I always do. material. Yeah, that's right. Now, but I'm gonna get into I think this is relatively easy, but it just popped into my head and I thought I'll oh, stuff it all ask it. So Stuart finishes No, it's king. Marcella finishes the eighteenth hole at Wombat Hills. Sorry, so have to start again. Marcella marks her ball six inches from the 18th hole, her last hole of the day. And then she watches her other players in her group finish out the hole. Then Marcella gets distracted, picks up her marker, walks off, And goes and has a drink in the (laughs) clubhouse. She's then marking her scorecard and she goes, Oh, what did I have on the 18th? And the other ones go, Oh, what did you have on the 18th? So the question is, What did Marcella have on the 18th? And or what is the procedure now? As you can tell, as you can tell, that was a off the cuff question and I probably should have written it down. But uh Well delivered. <laughs> rubbing salt into the wind. Uh right, yeah that's episode number seventy. I hope you got a kick out of that. Now I'm off to Morocco and Egypt. Um, Fantastic. Very soon, starting November. So uh, we might record I don't know how the internet is over there, but we might record a uh, Podcast episode while I'm in uh, Morocco, or indoor, Egypt, uh, fantastic. Story. And we will get an answer to what Marcella needs to do, yes, or not do, or not do, or how how many shots she's had while she's having shots. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for listening through to uh, episode seventy short one there today. So uh, yeah, looking forward to seventy one on bet. See you later, Stuart.
1: See you later, Blackie.